0: Hi, I'm Jim. And I'm David. And, and this is Jim. the Practical Guitars Guitarist Podcast. The podcast for people who eat, sleep, and breathe guitar. Hi, Jim. Hi, David. I'm giving you the, the Stevie Wonder face. Did I get the
1: Did I get the phasing as I'm phasing? Yeah,
0: that's kind of what I'm trying to do that's here. I'm I got the Stevie Wonder thing going, Doppler um, thing. So, uh, where am I at here? We got so much to talk about today. Uh, if you are listening regularly, join the Practical Guitars Facebook group, and as always, review us on iTunes reviews. Reach out to us directly at PracticalGuitaristPodcast at gmail.com. We do follow along.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. And we, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to get it fast. I,
0: I know we're doing longer episodes now, so oh we have got to have as much content as possible. Got to go
1: fast. Got to go fast. Yeah. So, um, well, today, let's talk a little bit about some – we're just going to go off the rails for this one. So oh, this, yeah. This is going to be miscellaneous. We're just going to go all over it. Up the rails on a crazy train. So first um, uh, along with the uh, house cleaning or housekeeping that you just did. I just want to mention that we are going to be at Gearfest, right? Gearfest?
0: Gearfest, Sweetwater Gearfest, June 22nd and June Both 23rd.
1: Fort days. Wayne, Indiana. And uh That's
0: Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday,
1: Saturday. Friday, Saturday. It is a it is the weekend that uh, uh, one of my kids is graduating high school, but I am going out there, and I told him, I asked him, I said, would you rather me be there or, or where I, um, I can do some interviews? He said, no, go out there, Dad. Don't worry about it. He said, psh, it's just high school.
0: Good kid. Good kid. Good kid. Yeah, you'll feel bad about it in 10 years. Don't <laughs> no, worry. No, I
1: won't. I won't care. He might. I don't have the ability to. But anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes people love me even more. Yeah, so, Jim, you're a wonderful human being. <laughs> I keep I keep telling people I am an awful human being. Do not think any less of or any more of me. Now, um, on a on a serious note, um, if people can, uh, when you hear this, please uh, please give your your well wishes, your prayers, your thoughts, whatever it is that you uh, have the ability to give. I've got a musician friend of mine right now that's um, having a little trouble in upstate New York. His name is Bill Minner, and uh, I just want to say that um, any thought, any positive thoughts, if there's such a thing that they can help, let's uh, let's send those out to him. Not doing very well right now. An incredible multi instrumentalist. You know, I met him. He we were doing a cover of um, Jethro Tull. You know. Um, yep. and he played the flute and the keyboards at the same time. That's staggering. Yes. He he played that uh, you know, in the shuffle in madness, locomotive yeah. breath. You know, and I thought I was doing good playing That's the
2: song.
1: guitar part. And then he goes, he goes He goes with the and and he's got the he's holding down the dun 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 <laughs> And yeah. I said all right that's it I give up I'm burning everything I'm burning my entire <laughs> um, life and obviously you didn't but you thought you were Yeah that was one of the, he's just one of those guys you know you're like oh I'm having a little trouble with this here let me show you how to do it All right that's it I'm not I'm done I'm done you play everything I'm going to go home <laughs> I'm just going to watch from the from the audience um an incredible incredible guy really really sweet guy um. So back on the back on the rails, like I said, we're going to be at Gear Fest. Really looking forward to seeing anybody who wants who is going to be out there. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to put some stuff together for.
0: We got away. a pretty much open schedule, so I mean, if we got fans who want to come in, like I'll have uh, lunch with them or whatever, or we'll uh, arrange something where we all get to you know get together and talk or whatever.
1: Yeah, and we'd like to um, uh, like to meet you. We're going to try to get a couple of um. Uh, Katana minis over there, and we'll have a way to jam. Yep, yep. <sighs> so we're looking forward to it. It's our first, uh, our first out, um, and uh, everything's out of pocket, guys. We're not, uh, we're not. Out oh yeah, money. oh yeah. So just
0: throwing that money down the toilet.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> every month, every month, I get a bill for the podcast. I get reminded that I, this is a labor of love.
0: <laughs> you know i just started a uh i started a um what do they call them uh one of those fundraising tools for for uh the guitar resource collective
1: oh it yeah
0: might be sooner rather than later that we do it here
1: mm. yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't um uh, turn away the whole um tons of pennies we could make yeah. in profit <clears throat> It would be one less it's dollar not profit.
0: Maybe per month. It's just to keep the lights on. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: going to say it would be one less dollar I'd have to pay for the bill for a month. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, those who love us, you know, please get a hold of us. Uh, we, sure. we do like to hear from you. <clears throat> um, obviously, in the you know, uh, you got a new pedal day, you got a new gear day, you got a new car day, you got a new amp day. Go you know, put it in there. You got some questions, stick them in there, in the Facebook page. Um, send us an email. That's you know, what's the worst could happen? We don't like it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <clears> throat> Nobody throat> cares what we think anyway. That's right. And, and honestly, we, don't, we know you don't care, but hey, you know what? I, I figured out why people listen to things like this, and we appreciate it. It's because these are what we want to hear. We don't care about – we don't want to hear about other stuff. We do want to hear guitar news. We do want to hear what other guitar players think. We do want to hear what other musicians yeah. think. Yeah. I
0: would call this infotainment.
1: Right, infotainment. Um, You know, so, uh, and you have a choice, and the beauty of it is it's free. You can always turn it off halfway through and go, you know what, guys? You weren't my thing. That's cool. I hate hate those fucking assholes. That's right. (laughs) They're a bunch of dicks. So speaking of a (laughs) bunch of... That's right. Speaking of a bag of dicks, um, no, I was... So I got my CE, which I love, and I have one negative. I really do have a negative. And actually, I want to say this about the, the EC-1000, too. When After a certain price point, I expect either a bag or a hard shell case. They gave you
0: a plastic bag, right? Like like a garbage sack. Yeah,
1: no. They gave me a, a, a gig bag. A lot of people like gig bags. And it's not a crappy gig bag. Certainly so a padded a garbage stack, Right. Padded garbage bag. With with arm things. Okay. I, look, I I don't want a gig bag. I want a, I want a case. If I'm paying two thousand dollars for a guitar, I want a case. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Matter of fact you have to go pretty far down the Gibson line, go without a case. Oh, well, I don't What's know saying? about that. No. I got an SG standard. With a case. That has no case. Or, you are kidding me. You got no. that used, didn't you? No No, I did that not. was a special. You got That, that was a brand deal. new.
0: No, that was brand new, my friend. Under $1,000. No. Jim, I bought it when it was being phased out, but that still should have come with these. And it did. I got the bag that they give out with SG standards. If you buy a, a traditional model, you do not get a hard shell case. Traditional. You get a fucking gig
1: bag. Yes, the traditional. But but that, the, so
0: what? It's still a standard.
1: No, a standard gets the SG standard, at least the one I had. That came with a case. Hard show SG case. Standard T. Yeah. Came with a case. Yep.
0: That's hard show 2017. Hard show case. Yeah, 2017. No, that was a
1: 2016. Left No.
0: Left. Yeah, it was a 2016. Left. They threw you in a case then because they don't no. come that way. You can go look at Gibson's site. They'll tell you. Maybe it was a 2017. I take that back. Maybe it was a 2017. Because I think they went back to hard show cases in 2017. Probably People because. Were pissed. Right? Because right they were like, so. what the fuck?
1: Rightfully so. You're at $1,000. You want a guitar with a case. Well, I was bad, too. (laughs) Now, if you look, all the studios come with a case. The only ones that don't come with a case in the Gibson line are the Fadeds. Yep. And those tribute models. Currently. currently. Right. And the tribute models. Which, actually, the tributes come with a really... If you're going to get a gig bag, you should check out the one that the uh, Les Paul tributes come in. That's under $1,000, and they come with a really, really nice gig bag.
0: Gig bag they gave me for my fucking standard is a joke. It doesn't even have a tilt back for the neck.
1: Yeah, that's that's.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's it's unacceptable.
1: Yeah. No. The the um. <clears throat> so anyway, Paul Reed Smith, who is who is well known for his decent gig bags, but there, I actually heard um uh Phil McKnight say he prefers a gig bag. Not, I I don't. It's just me. Okay.
0: All right. So here's my thing. Like, they if pick up gonna, dog hair. They're not. Uh, I see him as a throwaway item. Yep, me too. Uh, but the thing is, I use gig bags when I'm transporting stuff and I want to go lightly. Yeah. Like, if I'm only carrying one guitar to a rehearsal, and it happens to not—and and here's another big thing. I don't have any gig bags that'll really handle a neck curve Yeah. or, like, a, a tilt. So I just throw, like, my, my S500 in the gig bag, and away I go.
1: Yep.
0: And, uh, you know, it, it works out fine. I can gig right. All right, gig. I could go into a rehearsal right now with my guitar, my helix. And that's it.
1: The you know, and so the ESP didn't come with anything.
0: Yeah, the that would kind of sucked.
1: You know, you're at, you're at an eight hundred and sixty nine dollar retail or MSR, yeah. a street price. Sorry, street price. Map, whatever you want to call it. So you're at eight hundred sixty nine dollars. You would think that. Yeah. Now they don't skimp. They have, okay, so they have locking tuners, all right? They do have the, the real Seymour Duncans. They do have the real Tone Pro stuff. They do have the, everything in there is, is well done. That heel, I showed you the heel, but I had right. to spend extra money on a case, which makes well, a $869 guitar, a $1,000 guitar.
0: That's my, um, my big complaint with with guitar manufacturers right now. Is okay, so they'll, they want to move guitar production to foreign countries more and more. Yep. And the one thing they could have built in China easily
1: the cases, the case. cases. cases, you're going to save money have the cases built over there. Matter of fact, a lot of your cases are built in Canada. I think my Shengxia case is beautiful looking. Yep. Yeah, yeah I know you, that you, do, you have to admit that they did boo boo. But that's a that's an engineering that's a design flaw. That's not
0: yes. That's, that's not correct. For sure. And it may even be that they cut they cut the the foam wrong with the amount of. I
1: I have seen the same exact um, issue you've had with the same G cases for everybody that got a case said the same exact thing. that the yeah. neck the neck doesn't and so sit.
0: it's a, it's just not designed properly. It would probably fit a, a, an actual Gibson Les Paul because the headstock angle is different, right?
1: And that is a possibility that when they change their designs, because I'm sure shang was one of those companies that were making fakes and then went over. Um, sure. You know, let's face it, that's, that's what a lot of them did. That they probably, when they changed their design, they didn't redesign the cases. And they're just getting rid of the cases. That they but anyway, but that being said, you
0: got the buying power of somebody like Fender or Gibson. Yeah. You can have cases made for pennies on the dollar there. Exactly. And I don't know where they're getting them from now, but this whole idea that a case should cost a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks—it's absolutely Ridiculous. absurd. Yeah. It's—they're uh, not using toadwoods woods in it, okay? Yeah, it's—it's it's chipboard if at best. Yep, it's ABS plastic if it's an SKB style. Yep, there's no reason for it to be that expensive. Yeah, now the plastic, I could see. I always try to opt for wooden cases where possible, yep. and the only reason for that is environmental. Yep, yep. I, got I don't want to wooden... sell
1: oil. Yeah, I got the wooden ESP case. I didn't Great. go with the... I mean, I could have gone and got a Gator, you know, or an SKB that I got. And I and I, I like it. It's an ESP case. It's all right. But it added another $120, which made an $869. Uh,
0: yeah, ridiculous. Don't you think? And, and, and it's a hidden cost. They're doing basically the same thing that the guys on eBay do when they jack up the shipping. Right. They know you're going to buy this guitar. You're going to put eight hundred dollars on it. There's no way in hell you're going to put it in, you know, the the cardboard box.
1: Nope. Nope. (laughs) So, oh, you know, that reminded me when I first got my—I can't remember what guitar it was when I was young. The cardboard box was my case. I was—I mean, we're talking a preteen, but cardboard—the cardboard box literally was my case, and I was heartbroken the day I had to move it in the rain and it and it got ruined. Oh, heartbroken. Because that was my case. I had I had put stickers on it. You're I like had now I have to it. spend money, you know. I, I don't even know if I was 10, but it's just funny when I think about that. The fact that the the cardboard case or the cardboard box.
0: And and, that, and this is why Jim is an angry old man now. <laughs> <laughs> he's, had, he's had 30, <laughs> 30 something years of resentment for that cardboard case getting left out in the rain. Disintegrating,
1: uh, and no, I just had to take it from the car to a you know, to a rehearsal or a gig or something, whatever I was playing.
0: That, I, I was not trying to be age discriminatory either. I'm just saying, you no, know, no, you, gotta, was, you no. got some some years now, and I do. It, all your anger from that moment is built up to make you the man you are today. That's right, the angry old
1: man, <laughs> angry old. Get Uncle off Jim. his lawn! Get off my damn lawn, you damn kids, you millennials. So, um, so we're. You know, uh, you know, feedback. Where do you think that the the point that you, you should get a a, um, a a gig bag or case? I think Epiphone should come with gig bags. I am let down that Epiphones don't come with gig bags. But I'll be honest, you look at your Fenders, you don't get a gig bag or a case until you get up into the deluxe, right? All right.
0: So my thing is, cases should start at seven hundred and fifty. If you're paying seven hundred and fifty dollars for a guitar. You should get a hard showcase. Hard showcase. Doesn't have to be premium, doesn't have to be anything fancy. Right. But realistically, you're forking out seven hundred fifty dollars. Right. The the company should have the forethought. And here's my thing. How many guitars do you think people buy without a case? They get damaged in shipping, or they get damaged as soon as the guy gets it home and ends up as a warranty repair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about that. So,
1: um, how is it? That, um, guitars aren't, um, put in more cases. Now that said, where would you put the line as far as a soft case, a a gig bag? Honestly,
0: um, I think, I think every guitar should probably come with a gig bag. Down to it, it, obviously the cheaper, cheaper stuff doesn't need anything super padded or anything like that. No. But I think as you get up at higher in price, the gig bag should suit the price tag of the instrument. Uh, obviously, there's your premium gig bags on the market now. Maybe if a company wanted to do something really cool, they could they could let you choose whether you wanted a gig bag or a hard shell case. But I think sure. that's getting to the level of kind of like custom ordering an instrument. Uh, I see no problem with ch- like we were talking about Chinese manufactured cases. Right, it being distributed with American instruments, provided yeah. that they're designed by the, you know, the company to fit that instrument. Right. Um, one of the things that always drove me nuts was they, the the one size fits all cases. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You get a do. Lot with vendors. They give you the the yep. you know a strat. You get a case that'll fit under a strat or telly. I know for a lot of people it doesn't really matter because it's like, well, I have strats and tellies. Like, I want to just grab a case. Yep. But for me, it's it's more of a. Protection thing, like if it yeah. fits the body of the instrument.
1: Yeah, it doesn't fit a Tele case. Does not fit a Strat as well, and a Strat case does not fit a Tele. Right, and um. it, <clears throat> so looking at that, um, I mean, even the even the ninety nine dollar or the hundred fifty dollar um, guitar package comes with like a shitty little ten watt amp um, and a a crappy cord and a tutor. Shitty, yeah, a, a shitty um, guitar and a um, a paper thin uh, strap and everything else comes with a freaking a zippered case. Some of them, not all, but a lot of them. I was just I was just in Guitar Center the other day and I see one of these things. It's under two hundred dollars. It's got all that stuff in it and it's got a zippered bag.
0: Yeah. Now the funny thing is. Uh, I, was, I, conversa- off. I was having a conversation because we were talking about the Gibson gig bag I got. And I was having a conversation with a local music shop, Pat, that uh, works at Good Time. Uh, shout out to Pat over there. Yep. He was looking at he was while well, we were talking about headstock breaks, right? And he says he thinks that the cases that they're that the soft cases that they were giving out for a while uh, were actually encouraging headstock breaks because the yeah. cases were very tense and they would tend to push against that that uh, neck angle. And they they were very rigid, but right. like no doubt in my mind, it's going to protect the body of the instrument very well. I yeah. mean, the foam is like that thick in it. It's yeah. it's I, I'm showing Jim with my fingers. It's about right. two inches thick. Right. But the problem is the foam is very rigid. So once you get up to something that on the guitar where it curves, it doesn't follow the curvature of the bag. Then yeah. it can be, you can have issues. Um, that's where I kind of like drew the line, and I was like, I'm not going to use this because it's putting tension on the neck. At the very minimum, I'm going to need more truss rod adjustments. Right. right. So
1: yeah, and then. Like I said, right now my my P R S is leaning up against the wall, like the old days, with a, um in the case, in the case. Yeah, because I I leave my guitars in the case. Um, I, both
0: my guitars are in the case over here, right next to me.
1: And my E S P other stuff is sitting in their hard shell cases. So it's like, uh, do I go get a Gator case at the very least and put it in there? You know, the I I suppose I should I should look at it at least look at a case. The cool thing for it's me, it's a hundred dollars on a two thousand dollar guitar. That's another hundred dollars I have to spend. So we're going to
0: Gear Fest. Yep, I'm planning, I'm planning on bringing some extra equipment. I'm going to ask Paul uh,
1: Smith why he doesn't.
0: And I'm looking at uh, looking at my cases. And I'm thinking, how am I going to get two hard shell cases back in the car? I'm not going to be able to do it. So what I'll probably end up doing is getting a Gator double gig bag yep. and throw up both guitars in the same gig bag. Now, is yep. that ideal? No. Yep. But
1: i happen I to have work. I happen to have an old hard shell double gator that would fit the strat and the epi or i mean the e s p and that's probably what I'll do just put the e c one thousand on one side and the that's cool that's and I'm cool. hoping you know um and then I'm hoping I have enough room because it's it's got a really roomy um uh, area underneath the neck. I'm hoping to be able to fit the the mini in there somewhere. <laughs> we'll see. It's, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge, but it's heavy because it's for two guitars and it's a hard shell case. It is effing heavy. Yeah. It's probably 70 pounds for the damn thing. No, oh, for the whole thing with the guitars in it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. heavy. Probably in, probably in the um, 30, 40 pound range without the guitars. Yeah. So, um, all that said, um, uh, mm. you know, where where do I, I know that guitar manufacturers are trying to get those price points you look at you look at the um uh Paris, um, CE 1999 99 come on yeah yeah it's under $2000 by a penny or by a dollar everybody knows it's still a $2000 guitar you know well
0: what this is telling me is it's not a $2000 guitar it's a 2100 dollars guitar and the reality there is they probably looked at that price point, and they said, you know, this is the budget model core that we offer. Yep. And so for us, if we want to get this thing down to the price point where we think people would afford it and be willing to opt for it, yep. which, by the way, it's a little of horseshit anyway. I mean, if you listen to your in- industry insiders, Bolton versus versus Setneck, yep. uh, essentially the construction method, yes, it's different, but they take the same amount of effort.
1: Just takes longer to set the glue.
0: Right. But but even then, I mean, like, that's not an active worker's hands on it. That's just somewhere to hang it. Right. You know? So time and
1: marginal. Right. Time and workshops place space. Right. So, you know, chime in, guys, if you if you think that uh guitar should have a case and where where should that be? Like I said, I think you could put a ninety-nine dollar guitar in a little zipper no padding case.
0: Right, like just basically a bag, a garbage sack, yeah, with
1: a zipper on it. It's a garbage sack with a zipper on it. It'll it'll eventually take the paint off faster than your than your belt buckle. But who cares? You know, that's the other thing. So that moves right into the next thing I want to talk about. So I was looking at a Telecaster, as you know, yesterday, and I was thinking, okay, get a Telecaster and mod the crap out. Right,
0: I'm I'm all for this.
1: Yes, and so I'm looking at this tele. It's a cheap tele. It's the Squire. Uh, what was it, the Bullet? Yeah, that's the $99 one. Yep. And I'm trying to decide, I'm not sure if I want to go with a, a maple neck or a, a rosewood neck. And I thought, well, I could always change out the neck. I looked at necks on Warmoth's site. Yep, 300 plus. Those necks are more expensive than two of those guitars put together. Yep. And I, they're worth it. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm like, do I really want to it, yeah, do I really it want to put a three hundred dollar neck on a hundred dollar guitar? Because I will never get that money out of that neck ever. All right,
0: so let's so let's, let's talk about back, mods let's back up a bit.
1: and where do you dry the lawn in a mod?
0: Well, let's let's back up a little bit. So you're looking at you're looking at uh, before we even get there, you're looking at Warmoth, right? Warmoth is the premium. Of, I, you know, know, I know, top of the crop. Most guys who are looking at what you're doing would be looking at Guitar fetish. And looking for a Teledeck over there or okay. even Mighty Might or somebody like that. Where they okay. Exist.
1: So here's my question for you then. That's, that's what I was getting. At. So you could, you could build a Warmoth guitar, right? Yes. Pick, and I would recommend it. <laughs> you can pick the guitar, you can pick the pickups, you can pick it, but pick the body? That's right. And nobody's going to put it together for you. You could have them put it together for you, but nobody is. So that you get a sh- you get shipped a neck and some tuners, and I think this is a really great idea. How much do you think a Telecaster priced out um, would be through Warmer?
0: Depends on what you put on it, but I would say if you if you're building like a standard Tele build with like a ash or alder for the body yep. and like a maple neck with a rosewood board or something like that, yep. you're probably going to look at
1: even with hardware and everything around nine hundred bucks. Yep, you're about a thousand dollars, about a thousand. Yeah. You could put, I looked at, there's some options you can put into it that were really cool, that were relatively inexpensive, um, but I wanted to put shark tooth. Um, uh, the shark head lace. That's a $90 option. Yeah. $90. There goes your neck. Because your neck cost. And, and yeah, my neck was, when I, when I specced out the neck I wanted, it was $500 or more. I think it was like. I, I have been
0: staring at their stuff for years, thinking about buying a uh, scallop neck for my Jimmy Vaughn strap. Yeah. And I every time I go to do it, it's like $370 or something. I'm like, ah, I want to do it, but it's like, the guitar's only a $500 guitar. It really just doesn't make sense to me, except that I have sentimental value guitar. some point, I'm going to have $350 burn a hole in my pocket, and I'm going to be like, I'm getting the neck. Yep.
1: Now, here's the thing that everybody should realize before they start thinking about modding any instrument. If you buy, like, I'm looking at that $179 tally. On the used market, that guitar probably goes for $125. Okay? Yeah. Let's be realistic. $100, $125. No matter what I put in it, no matter how many parts I replace, how much, I get, how much is that guitar used worth? It'll be a lot less than that. Twenty nine dollars. It's not going to be ever worth more. I see this all the time on the used market. Somebody'll put up a, oh, I put these Super DeMarzio thingies in it, and I take them I, out. A bit, a bit. <laughs> take them out and sell them because you're not getting your money worth. It. Yeah, don't throw that neck away. You know, don't throw those pickups away. Don't put it back the way it was and then sell it for the shit that it was. And then set piece out the parts if you really want to. In other words, if you're gonna do something like this, just like this podcast is for me, it's a labor of love. You're building the guitar you want. Right. You know, this and this is the case, by the way, with cars. Harley Davidson, you see it all the time, guys like, oh, I put all this stuff on my Harley. It's still only worth what any other street glide or ultra glide of you know, whatever year that right. one was, is worth. It's not worth any more than that. It doesn't matter how much bling you stick on it. The other rider doesn't want that bling. They want different bling. And even if they want your bling, they know that you're going to have to give them the price they want because they don't have to pay for the what you put into it.
0: Right. And there's very, 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 very few exceptions to that rule. Uh, the one I can think of is mastery bridges that yeah. you know, like, t- typically will give you a little bit more money for a mastery, but
1: because I was thinking, you know, what I would probably try to do. I mean, if you're going to go crazy with it, route that bitch out and turn it into a freaking <laughs> I mean, Floyd. Put a Floyd in there. I mean, put a, get a B-bender in there. Do a it B-bender yourself. with a, be a B-bender and
0: a Floyd. A B-bender and a Floyd, motherfucker. That's totally not even possible,
1: by the way. But... I know. But you could put a hip shot in there and get a drop D put it.
0: Yeah, now if you could just make it on like like an on the fly lever, so you could use it like a B bender.
1: Yep, that would be cool. But the but the reality is, um, you know, I thought about it, and I said, "Jeez, if I'm gonna do my own, maybe it would be a Strat."
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, almost everybody I know who's doing the modding thing. Their first mods are Stratocasters, because they're like the Legos of the guitar world. Well, so is a telly, but the Tele, yeah. The Telly is, but it doesn't have as many options. I mean, when you think about the yes. Strat, it's automatically routed for a trim.
1: Right. Automatically. So And a Floyd Rose fits. It works. Right. You know, it's, and honestly, I've thought about just, you know, like, oh, got a few extra bucks, going to buy a part, stick it in this bag, just like you would, you know, oh, got a few more extra dollars, going to buy the, the locking tuners. Oh, yep. I just bought the pickups. I just bought the Brit the um I've always wanted the David Gilmore um EMG Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah, I know a lot of people like those.
1: Yep. Um you know the I want the uh
0: Yngwie, the Ingve I actually it's a Seymour Duncan set though.
1: Yeah, Seymour Duncan. It used to be the Demarzio, right? Yep. I had one of his DeMarzio pickups, it was really good. Uh, you know so Folks, you know, that's another thing. What would you do for a Klondike bar? No. What would you do no. to mod the crap out of your guitar? I've been, I'm i doing it right now. So I'm looking at um, uh, an SE, right? And I'm thinking, mod the SE. I know you're thinking, Jim, you're nuts. An SE is already where most people would have it, right? But I'm thinking, no, you know no. what? What are you gonna to do to an S E? Yeah, that's exactly what I what I thought you'd say. So Well, I mean, no right. here's what I would like. Do. Here's what I would do. First of all, the S E that I'm looking at has eighty five fifteen S pickups. I'd put the So a- you're just talking about pickup swaps. No, I'm doing more than that. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna do more than that. So I'm gonna I was thinking, okay, swap out the pickups for the true eighty five fifteens. That's not a huge move, but it's a basic move. Change out the the um the uh caps for the for the tone and volume control to the american caps just reach out to PRS and go hey i want to get a set of american caps i want to get a set of 8515s and i want to get a set of those locking tuners
0: i think they're actually they do sell parts now they they didn't before
1: no they do now yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: so i was thinking okay i could go to paul reed smith not him but the site and buy the tuners and the and the pickups and the and the um, the covers for the um, volume and stuff control, and the bridge. In other words, turn an SE. Can I turn an SE into an American? Um, we we hear it all the time with um, Epiphones. People buy an Epiphone, they put bare knuckles in them, they put EMGs in them, they stick. Uh, the ProBuckers in them. And the problem
0: with doing that with an Epiphone, though, is that there are construction differences. And I don't think there are as many construction differences on the PRS guitars. But I will say you're going to have issues with the cap not being the same and things like I that. Would probably have, to But I don't them. think that's necessarily a total upgrade.
1: No. But I would I would probably have to get the actual, not just the caps, because if the cap doesn't fit on there, I would probably have to get the whole... Well oh,
0: I bet the I bet the top of the guitar and the maple oh, oh, cap is yeah. a veneer over an actual piece yeah, of maple. Yeah.
1: That much I know. I know that it's a veneer. They they don't pull punches. They don't go, yeah, we've got a maple ta-. They say it's a veneer. It's a maple a veneer, veneer on,
0: top on top of a maple cap.
1: On top of a maple cap, oh, a maple cap. exactly. So there, it's definitely a veneer. Right. But I'm thinking, you know what? And then do something crazy. This is the crazy part. This is the part that goes over the fence. Do a um, do the
2: uh, aging.
0: To oh, you want to stress it? Oh, I believe they call. I believe all the kids call that relicking.
1: Oh my God! There's a th- somebody stole my term. I was gonna come up with that.
0: <sighs> Are you gonna? So my buddy, right? Yeah. Damn yeah, millennials, get off my lawn! He's got this strat, right? And yep. it's a, it's a Squire strat, and he took the Squire logo off of it, and then he he actually drug it around. And hit it with chains and stuff. Yep, yep. And, and it actually, I was pretty impressed. It, it it looks like it's taken a beating. Yeah. Now he did obviously sand one part of the guitar, and I'm like, Yeah, that's not how that would wear at all. Nope. But but it was funny because like the rest of the guitar
1: looked great. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to do. The most people are looking for that arm over the guitar part, they sand that. He just sanded a little ridge. Yeah, that's all he did. A little not... a little line. I'm yep. like, no. But you you've got to remember when that's the reason that the one hundred and seventy nine dollars guitars make sense for all that because yeah nobody cares. I thought about doing that to my Shengze to be honest with you. Yeah, I would relic the
0: shit out of that shit. You know, you know, but to do it properly, I would have to strip it and then refinish it in nitro and then relic it.
1: Yeah, because the truth is, so here is the question: Can you get nitro? Oh yeah, and Reranch. Can you? You can
0: re ranch. Yeah, My buddy my buddy. My brother paints cars for a living, so I have access to a paint booth and all that. I can Ooh, do it. Because I was gonna say
1: it's it's about right. getting it on there right. Oh yeah, no, he can do it. Lots of here's the thing. It's not getting the nitro. There's two things about nitro that people out there should understand. One, it's dangerous. Yeah. And two, you have to do a lot of coats. Very, very thin yeah then we could do it
0: we he's done uh some pretty amazing stuff in the past with, with paint yeah. so i'm i I'm pretty confident if we wanted to i could I could have him help me, but I'm just like I have no desire to do that to be honest with you, I'll just beat the hell out of it yep yeah. yeah. hit it with some chains, drag it on the concrete like uh like Anthony did,
1: yep, yeah. well, you know I mean you could give it some buckleware you could do you know buckleware's oh, yeah. easy yeah, bucklewares easy wear it. wear a wear it, buckle Put a buckle on. Yeah. Do what do what Joe Bonamassa did. Wear it with
0: a damn buckle. buckle. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going. You know, we're talking about relicing. Yep. I'm going to uh, apocalypse it. I'm going to take it out back. I'm going to shoot it with uh, two, two, three. Yep. Uh, may, <laughs> maybe a little bit of buckshot.
1: Hey, there you go. <laughs> you know what would be interesting is find a couple places in that wood where a shot wouldn't hurt it. Shoot right through <laughs> it. <laughs> Give it a high power
0: shot right through yeah, the. Road. I got a seven six two by fifty four R then, gun. I'm pretty sure it'll go right through it. <laughs> right,
1: and then when you when you get that done, then go to that spot where the hole is, you know, and then take that and and relic a little bit around it. Give it that. Give it that. Oh, that was a close up round, right? And then when people ask what happened, you say, "Oh, well, let me tell you the There's story." There's one time
0: I was playing in the hood. <laughs>
1: I'm Let in me, Chicago.
0: People would believe that story. Yeah,
1: I was in the south side of Chicago. It was the baddest part of town. I was in uh, I was in the wild hundreds. <laughs> I was white in the wild hundreds. Oh you would be, oh my gosh. That'd be hilarious. You could you could put such a bullshit backstory to that. And then tell and people the real truth, but
0: the stuff, the story, the real stories
1: that come out of the wild
0: hundreds. Yeah, I don't go down there.
1: <laughs> no, no, I you know, I didn't even do that in the eighties, the early eighties yeah. when I was out there. <clears throat> but yeah, that that would be, wouldn't that be cool? Shoot it. Uh, yeah, I mean that'd be. I, I don't
0: know that I'd do that back guitar, but but yeah, no, I have thought about doing <laughs> that before. It's like getting a body and just blasting the hell. Out you
1: of it. are like me. You can't stand to yeah. want to put any harm on the guitar.
0: No, I don't mind. Beat it up, but like I don't want to. I don't want to shoot that one. Like if I was gonna shoot one, I'd get something else. And, like, you like just and, have to
1: make that. it was a, make sure it was a high powered rifle at about what maybe eight yards. You don't want to go too far. A seven
0: sixty two or fifty four R gun would probably yep. take the neck off if I hit it wrong.
1: Exactly. That's what I was gonna say.
0: You'd want to make sure you line
1: that shot up perfectly because you, yeah. you could take some serious neck, damage.
0: that would come clean off. you think that Epiphone SL that uh, 60 Cycle destroyed was insane.
1: <laughs> oh, that was so funny. I, I felt, you know, I felt vindicated when they um, the person said that they would, you know, put money up and then a bunch of people. Oh, money yeah, up. no,
0: Emily Emily, uh, Emily, Harris or whatever her name is. Yep, yep. Harris. I think. Yeah, She, was. Yeah, she she's great. So yep. I'm glad that somebody put up some money for charity in the uh, Got everybody involved in that,
1: and they destroyed it for charity. That's yeah. the cool thing. That was the cool thing. And, yeah, and they're I still, still catching hell
0: for it. They're still catching hell for it. anybody
1: Anybody gives them hell for it can, can just go jump off that same bridge. Because look, he even said, "I have to now because it." Yeah, what did it generate? Like two grand or more yeah. for the? Uh, it yeah. would be nice to have Ryan put that real number up, but um, still going. I, I think <laughs> so. I will put some money in there. I mean, come on, that's a that's a great cause. And for for what? A silly piece of crap guitar? He put all that money into that guitar. That oh, guitar was a piece of shit when he bought it. That's
0: why he's laughing, because he's like, he knows like I just did something really stupid. This yeah. is kind of a way to like,
1: and we get back to that. What would that guitar have been worth used? Nothing. Nothing. Same as it was when it is new. Yeah. A couple hundred bucks, bucks. Right? No, ninety nine bucks. Ninety nine dollars. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a ninety nine dollar guitar, right? Yeah, the SLs are made. All right, so that guitar wouldn't have been worth twenty bucks on the on the used market, right? He put all that stuff in there. He broke yep. it. He he can obviously he can take the electronics out of it, but it was hilarious to watch it I loved the video footage. How many cameras did he have going for Ryan that? Ryan should have auctioned off the parts. I know. he should. Well, even if he doesn't, who cares? But I'm just saying. No, like,
0: he's going to hang them up at his house. It's going to yeah, be a big thing. Like, that's kind of cool.
1: He'll use them for other guitars. But I just had to laugh. When, when, it, when it went off the bridge, there were like 16 different camera angles. Oh, yeah. And when it hit, you yeah. could see the whole thing flex. It was yeah. insane. It was great. The slow motion. Thanks, door. Ryan, for giving us this content, by the way. Oh, it was great. It was great. We love you, man. Yeah, can't wait to meet you in uh, in uh, June. It was so funny to um, see that thing smash to smithereens. And the first time, I mean, you know what he did prove? That's a great case. That's a great effing case. For what it
0: is, yeah, for what it is. Yep. I mean, I don't think a mono would have survived that throw off the bridge either. Mm-mm. And then when he snapped the neck originally, throw yeah. like doing that case drop and it hit on the neck, like everybody knew it was going to snap then.
1: Oh, yeah, but, but he then, did it upside down. I mean, how many times, how many times, he's a tall guy. He was up on yeah, a it's like six feet. or something. Yeah, I think he had yeah. to be eight,
0: eight feet in the air when he did it. Yep.
1: That was pretty funny. He's and what, six he,
0: foot four or something? So. Yeah, and then the airline toss, too. Yeah, that was crazy. That was just, yeah. <laughs> the airline toss. Yeah, if you're shipping your your guitars via the airlines in a gig bag,
1: yep, you're asking for trouble. Yep, that was funny. The whole the whole thing was fun. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yep. But that gets right back to the point. How much was that guitar worth? It was worth whatever that guitar would have been worth on the on the open market, <clears throat> and it had no real value. On the yep. you know, and and I guess somebody said he should give it to um, beginner a beginner or something. He could take the he could take $99 out of them and go buy an actual decent beginner guitar for that. That that guitar was a piece of shit. It was proven that, that $99 the S or the SPs or S2s or um S uh,
2: SP, right? SL, SL. SL. It was a piece of garbage.
0: Day 1. Yeah, they're they're plywood guitars and stuff, as my, as I understand it.
1: Yeah, but, IKEA makes better furniture.
0: Oh, now wow. you're throwing now, now you're throwing some shade.
1: Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay, I'll say this: you can get better furniture at Kmart. Better wood in your furniture at Kmart than you do with that guitar.
0: Now yeah, you, you, it's just you're plumbing
1: the depths. People, are, here. people, are, you are. <laughs> can't anymore because Kmart's closed. Uh we have still we have still have uh, we still have Kmart. What? Yeah. They're not shut down yet? No. Nope. No. Nope. Are we completely under? Nope. Not shut down. Our Kmarts are still Kmarts. We have two or three. I have one right down the road from me. Yeah. South Military Highway. Look it up. So, um, Kmart, Chesapeake, Virginia, South Military Highway. So, <clears throat> um, anyway, the point that we're making here is if you're going to put um, money into a guitar to do. That upgrade is because you want that. You want it. And you want those upgrades. It's just like when we talk about keys. If you went and got that keysel, how much money would you be spending on a keysel? Uh it's gonna be around fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred. What's that re- um worth on the used market? Thousand bucks. A thousand That's it. That's, it.
0: That's it. No matter it's what I do to it, no matter what wood I get on it, no mm-hmm. matter what finish it has, it's gonna be thousand bucks.
1: Yep. I've seen there's, a, um, there's another company that's an American company, CMG, right? Have yeah. Have I got it right? So CMG. Um, no. CMG.
0: CMG? Yeah. I know there's like EMG or something, too.
1: Yeah, probably. There's an American company, CMG Guitars. I'm, I'm checking it now. I'm fact-checking myself. And they make something called the Ash- Ashley.
2: The Ashley.
1: Yep, Ashley, like Ashley Simpson. Yep, it's CMG Guitars. You can look up the Ashley. Um. <clears throat> oh yeah. Okay. So, this guy named Chris. They make them in Georgia, I think. Yep, Statesboro, Georgia. And uh, yeah, I've heard of them before. Okay. Les Paul looking guitars, not bad. I've I've seen a few. Actually, beautiful looking actually. They sit on the used pegboards for months. Nobody, nobody has any interest in them.
2: Do they
0: suck, or is it just because no. they don't? They, they just, nobody wants them to nobody try.
1: knows them. They walk in the thing. I think people instantly put them in the Epiphone in their brain, the Epiphone category, and go, "Not good."
2: Where are they, where they
0: look at where their guitars made here in the states?
1: Yeah, right in Statesboro, Georgia.
0: Uh, I might have to look into them. Yeah, that's a beautiful. I like that guitar
1: a lot. You can get them. Used all over the place and they're gorgeous. Right now, RNA, you know, we mentioned them before, RNA Music. Um, yeah. So let's see, RNA Music uh, has um, some coming in and you can, it, they're, they're going to get five. They're only going to sell four. And what's beautiful is these CMG guitars that they're going to sell are going to be um, made uh, and numbered. One, two, three, four for RNA.
2: Right, right. And they're
1: only going to sell the four. And that's it. He's buying the fifth. That's so, cool. It's, it's a pretty cool thing that they're making them shop specific. In other words, those five guitars can only be got through RNA. Nobody else will have the same uh, guitar, RNA guitar. I think that's pretty cool of them.
0: There's a place in Antioch that sells them. Yeah. Mad plaid music.
1: They're gorgeous guitars. They play well. They're lighter than Les Paul. There's a lot of pluses to them. Uh, Just saying. And they're American-made. So don't tell me you can't make an American-made guitar under $1,000.
2: You can't make an
0: American-made guitar under $1,000. Now I'm just doing it to the fire. And that's the thing. Ah, Gibson made four hundred dollar American guitars. Remember, yeah. they were garbage. Yeah, I know they were garbage. Look how See, many of the. That's the thing. All right, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a dick. But look how many people in 60 Cycle and Gear Slum and those groups jumped on that deal and then sold them. Yep. Like almost immediately. Yep.
2: Oh,
1: because they're wonderful. Can you hear? Yeah. Because they're wonderful. <clears throat> oh no. You mean CMG also makes a copy of a of a Telecaster? <gasps> <Yeah>. Oh no! <laughs> we know what we think of copies around here. They're great. Yes, I think they're great. But it's funny that that he named the guitars after his kids. So it's like, um, or uh, Ashley, I think, is named after his kid, and Mark is named after his brother. Um, so it's pretty cool. It it's cool to see. Um, those kinds of things, um, and it, but again, you buy an Ashley, which is American made guitar, it, it, perfectly nice. Don't expect a resale. That's the yet, yet. These are things that I think that after you hold on to them for a while, they're going to increase. Just like I can remember when the Japanese um, guitars were coming over in the eighties, people were like, "Oh, Japanese guitars. yeah,
0: you crap, <laughs> yeah." <laughs>
1: the joke. Now look at them. You can't even. I mean, they're going for a thousand bucks. Yeah, and so let's talk about some of these unsung musical greats. You know, Ibanez, Tokai, 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 Global. Yep. Um, Yep. Now, a lot of their later designs were
0: not identical. They were bolt-ons or whatever. But I mean, you couldn't. you, You still can't get a Gibson Les Paul with a maple neck. That's right. And that has a very special sound. That but guess, is
1: oh, guess what the uh, CMGs are coming for um, in uh, RNA? Guess what they have?
0: Okay. They have maple. a maple neck. I'm looking at that uh, the one on Reverb. The Ashley Comfort?
1: Yep, the Ashley Comfort. They're building um, them with a maple neck for them. So, oh, okay. And they're, and the they're two-spec. So you can always say, hey, can you put these pickups in it for me? Or you can, whatever. Oh, oh! I didn't know that. Yeah, you can say.
0: To... You might want to. They're not even that expensive. I might have no, to. They're cheap. They're, oh, they're cheap. Don't everybody go and buy one now, because I don't want the prices to go up.
1: That's the thing, you know. And um, so uh, I was. I've been going to Guitar Center because I've been looking for a Chapman. I want to play a Chapman. I haven't seen one. Yep, they haven't showed up yet. Nope. <sighs> I'm not sure if that's because there'll only be. Online thing?
0: I'm wondering if it's going to be online only, and it's going to be direct from the manufacturer.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. When they said that Guitar Center was carrying Chapman, I was hoping that we'd see some. Hey.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not holding my breath. I, nope. like I said, I my experience with Chapman was they're good, but I, I don't think uh, the price really fit what I was playing. No. So. Uh, you know, we were talking about that the other day, and I think we've talked about this on the show before. I was at uh, I was at local Sam Ash, and I played—gosh, uh, I probably played 20, 20 different guitars. But as I was walking out of there, I realized he didn't have any super guitars. So I turned around, wow. and I talked to the guy at the counter. I said, what happened to the super guitars? He's like, well, since they lowered the prices, they're just flying off the shelves now. We can't keep them in stock. I said, how about that?
1: You know, yeah. Um so guitars, I think any product, I don't care what it is, has a sweet spot. There is a place that it will fly off the shelves. Gibson needs to realize that if they lowered the prices on their guitars, and I, I think Fender too. Have you seen have you priced out Fender? I'm sitting there guitar center, Yeah,
0: right? Fender's pretty expensive now.
1: I mean, for a for a come on. Is it is a um Squire? Or is it just that I'm
0: cheap, like I'm still thinking that the you know value is like it was in the nineties. <laughs> right.
1: Is a squire really worth four hundred something dollars? Five hundred
0: dollars? Not in my mind. No. Not for what the brand stands for, really. I mean, maybe the guitar, maybe the high end four hundred dollar guitar is a little bit nicer quality, but like in my mind, if you're buying a squire, I really don't want to buy a squire over three hundred dollars. Yeah. I just don't.
1: Yeah, and so I'm looking and I'm like, geez, the the Squire, what do they call them? Vintage, classic, vintage, or something like that. Because um, I was looking at vintage modified, vintage modified tellies. You kidding me? Getting that much money? I would not be surprised to see them charging over five hundred dollars for those in the next year or two.
0: Oh yeah, they probably will. But uh, and
1: I, the, I mean, look at the Mexicans right
0: now—Mexican tellies. They better be better than the uh, than the stuff the GNL's put out if they're going to do
1: that. And that's the thing: GNL needs to strike while that iron is hot.
0: Well, they're selling. Uh, they have so the thing with the thing with GNL's tribute line is they use American hardware, yep. American pickups, on a basically was a, a Korean body and a Korean neck. Yeah. Now, because of that, they do have to charge appropriately for the for the hardware and pickups. So the guitars come in around five hundred bucks. Yeah, the ones you see on special and Guitar Center they don't use the the GNL bridge, right. the, the, uh, the, their special design bridge. They yep. don't have the same pickups that you're going to get from the the actual like normal tribute line. Um, they're great instruments, to be honest with you. I've kind of had my eye like if I see one marked down somewhere, I'm going to pick up a tribute. But I don't want the the Guitar Center discount model because I know I, I I can tell now by looking at it once I've had this conversation with an actual G N L dealer. Right. Like you can see that the bridge is clearly not the same bridge in the pictures. Right the uh, the electronics are. Oh, that's presumably the one. Yeah, not the same.
1: Yeah, I remember I was saying, oh, is this ASAT worth, you know, $329?
0: Yeah, and it's just, they're playing games, like it's like what everybody does in the retail market where, you know, you want this TV? Well, it's the same as this TV, except it has two fewer HDMI ports, and it has a different serial number and model number now, which yeah. means that we can charge this for it. You know, it's an exclusive deal.
1: So, <clears throat> I was, um, so I used to work for a company, I'm going to do this really fast, I used to work for a company that built um, uh, capacitors, builds capacitors, they still do and um they're like battery replacements. these are called so- called supercapacitors, so their their bleed is a lot different. They work more like a battery um, but you can charge them almost instantaneously. So I said did you guys talk to sure um the wireless microphones? I mean, you could take a wireless microphone, especially for like your um uh gigging musicians. And for your um, karaoke nights, and for your uh, DJs, you can stick a, a microphone in a in a um, charging case for literally two and a half seconds, and it's got a full charge. Boom, thousand one, yeah. one thousand two, done. Right back to what I was doing. You could do that while you're, you know, th- there is absolutely no reason that you wouldn't always have your stuff charged. And they said, yeah, we went to sure. And they said because it would cost three dollars more by the time it got to the um people we talked about this earlier tonight. Because the price would go up by three dollars, they didn't wanna they didn't want to do it. Because they've all got that tipping point. Just like Paul Reed Smith's got that nineteen ninety nine tipping point of the C E, they've got a tipping point okay. of their of their
0: um Well that kind of stuff kills me too, because you hear that and you're like Listen even if you were to make this a new product and say this is the special feature right. of this new product right i people will buy it people would buy that well, that
1: right there's there's twofold one you're not throwing batteries away consistently and two yeah. unlike rechargeable batteries which still do die out it takes i don't remember how many years for a capacitor to die out and you can instantly charge it it, it, right. The downside is is minuscule. Um, so I did. I did. Um, I'll be interested to see if he takes it up on him. But I m- mentioned it to um, Brian Wampler because he was talking about batteries and how batteries are bad for the environment. People need to get away from batteries. I said I've got I've got a thing for you because that's cool. It would be cool to see the pedal manufacturers walk away from nine volt batteries and go to these. Yeah. Because here's the other thing they could do. I didn't mention this to Brian. You can specify the draw. Right. You could spec the draw. So you can say, you know what? I don't want your 9-volt. I want,
0: I want it 7.7321 repeating.
1: That's right. <laughs> I want it to repeat at seven point seven three one, or I want it to repeat at 8.49. And they can, they can specify the draw. Here's the other thing that's cool. You know how um, uh, you can, you can um, make it so FETS act differently because you want to try to manipulate them to... Yeah, like like voltage-starving. Yep. Volt-starving. You can do that. And he could literally go to them and say, I want it to be volt-starving battery. And they would do that for him. They would... Because they don't have a 9-volt battery. And right now, um, some of the things they're used in are dental tools. Yeah. They're used in uh, flashlights for firemen and, uh, you know, other emergency personnel. Um, they're used in everything from huge trucks and windmills to um, little rechargeable toothbrush. Think about it. Your toothbrush literally, oh, crap, I forgot to put it on a charger. 1001, 1002, done. Charged.
0: Yeah. That, that's uh, just... That's going to be a big technology
1: in the, in the coming years. Is. And And for a pedal, it would be incredible. Because he could literally, unlike the other thing where he has to, where when you plug a pedal in, you have to... You have to have a circuit that with um removes the battery. Instead you could have the pedal plugged in and then when the battery gets to the point that it needs a charge, then it would pull that power for two seconds and then go right back to the yeah. battery. And that's not a hard circuit to build. That no. the intelligence for that circuit would be easy. Not at all. So some of the you know, some of the things that uh that, that you can think about. And there's a company called Maxell, just like and it's spelled just like the um, uh, company that makes the tape. Remember the old Maxell tapes? Yep, cassette tape um, does the same thing. So,
0: I'm waiting for somebody. Okay, so a lot of uh, yeah, tape delays and yep. this. I know we're getting off on a tangent, and we probably should wrap up. Uh, a lot of a lot of tape delays are are made using uh, when they want to make a new cartridge because obviously they not It's hard to get that tape anymore; be very right. expensive. They take eight tracks and they yep. repurpose the tape. Yep. So they look for eight tracks that nobody ever listened to. Yep. Uh, yep. Unpopular garbage, basically, and then they take them apart and they use the tape and to, to you know yep. refurbish the cartridge. Um, I believe Mike Fuller is now making cartridges too, uh-huh. but I don't think he's doing refurb. I think he's actually got somebody making a magnetic tape. Right. Um, but that being said, I mean there's a huge source of magnetic tape out there that we could use if we built a delay that ran off cassette tape media. Yeah. Yeah. And I I am just waiting for somebody to build a cassette tape delay. That's
1: widely available. Yep. Now eight track tape is much wider, right? So cassette tape would fit into a much smaller place. Now, one that's about the same as an eight track. Wasn't the old data tape data backups for computers. that would be another example i mean use a, use an lto yeah backup tape yeah cuz i remember taking those tapes off and they would look like they looked like you were changing out a movie <laughs> yep <laughs> they were so big or even a video cassette for that matter yeah the old video cassettes That's a lot of tape out there a lot of repurposing so, of stuff that's you what know? i'm saying
0: like if, if they could if, buy all those old pornos huge
1: nobody bought because nobody's ever watched porn so they could buy those tapes. You
0: had to take it there, didn't you?
1: You had to take it there. <laughs> they could take those tapes and put those on... Um, uh,
0: you just got to find the way to say Dolby THX certified.
1: Yeah. Because there is a lot of... I mean, when it comes to VHS, I don't know as he be as much... But Betamax, that was high-end tape. Yeah. And there's got to yeah. be a bazillion Betamax. Yeah,
0: so that's... I'm just thinking, like, if there are any pedal builders listening, or uh, effects builders listening... Figure that out because you could make a fortune. Everybody wants a tape delay. I mean, I, I, yes, you don't. You, a lot of people don't want to use them on stage because yeah. they're a pain in the ass. Yeah, but everybody'd like to play with one in their house. I mean, if you had one like available, I could get for like three hundred bucks. I'd be, I'd be lining up.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you think about the right now. Um, who was it, Van something other, who plays for um, Carl Van something other, who played for. Uh, uh super tramp yeah. <clears throat> he was um he was talking verhagen. about how he got one what's that that's carl verhagen v- verhagen that's it yeah. carl carl um he was talking about that that he just got one on amps and axis and uh um he was saying that uh they they had to give him two they give him two cassettes because they were saying they <laughs> obviously you could step on it but he yeah, he doesn't use it as a foot pedal thing.
0: Right. Well, so the t there's the T Rex replicator. Yep, that's available. And then yep. there's the tube tape echo and the full tone solid state tape echo. That's the one. The he- tube tape echo used to be nine hundred bucks, and that a lot of people have that one. Yeah. And then he raises the price. It's now fifteen hundred. Yeah. yeah. And then the and then the solid state tape echo is like a thousand bucks. The uh, the T Rex replicator is like eight hundred, but it's back ordered. Good luck getting one. Yeah. Uh that's what I'm saying like if somebody could figure out how to use a cassette deck or something to make this thing work, right? I mean, you could make a million of them and you'd be you'd be golden. Well, could
1: so, it really be that hard? I mean, could we, you know, maybe we could look it's it's a playhead and a record head and a, and a playhead. That's all it is. Get a hold of Brian Wampler's um cuz the one thing that uh <sighs> The one thing Didn't. that they said um that, that Carl um said in his interview was that they couldn't do they couldn't do was it reverb and echo two of the two of the things at the same time and the guy that was interviewing him said that it was because um they had to remove one of the playheads to make it smaller. Okay. And that okay. was why they couldn't do both
0: I don't need reverb. And delay. All I want is either a single tap or a multi tap delay. I don't even care about that. Right. You give me an Echoplex Plex yep. that operates off of cassette tapes. Yep, I'll be
1: happy as a clam. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? You would think that they would have come up with that by now.
0: That yeah, people have done it. I've seen it. Uh, but they, they'll they'll take like an old Sony Walkman and they'll butcher it, and yep. maybe they'll add a tape head from something else in there. Yeah, and then they get it all going, and they've got a they got a working tape delay, cassette tape delay.
1: Because I mean, when you think about it. I'll give you one of the simplest pedals to create, um, circuitry-wise and, and physically, is the old talk boxes.
0: Yeah, because it's really just an amplifier.
1: Yeah, it's just a little amplifier with a, with a microphone that goes up to, a, um, up to your mouth. It reads the... It, yeah, it's an amplifier It goes up there. Yeah, it's just an amplifier. That's right. It goes up through the tube into your thing, and then you're, you're talking, and that goes out your microphone.
0: Yeah, I mean they usually do a little bit of tone stacking in there and they take out the uh they take yes. out the bass and they take out the treble.
1: Yeah, they just but, do mids. Yeah. Yeah. Part but of yeah. that is the physically going through the tube. It it wouldn't pass some of those frequencies. Well, so, well anyway. some of
0: those talk some of those talk boxes now have a built-in amplifier. Actually, the original ones, yep. I'm trying to think how they were because I know original yeah, they had to be it was a, it was an amplifier, I think, yep. because you had to have it's a separate a amplifier for it to work, yeah, and it was just a speaker in a box, yep, it, just, it ran up this long tube tube, yep, so then like mouth. the the banshee came out, and that actually had an amplifier attached to a little like four inch speaker yep
1: okay, yeah, <clears throat> I think I built one um the only thing is i it, even the one I built, the one I bought, <sighs> I couldn't get over the fact that I was putting my own spit in my mouth every time I had stuck that tube in. My
0: Hey, well, it's, it's yeah. that, Jim, and you're also blasting your head with like a hundred yes. watt amplifier. You know.
1: Yes, you are. You are definitely right about that. I don't know if you've ever if you've ever used one, and you have fillings, just be ready for certain frequencies to give you a little bit of wow. Wow. <laughs> That's what I've heard. And with that, let's say we goodbye. Are. we We are we are what are we again i can't remember we've been going for so long Uh, um we are the impractically practically practical practicarians practicing practices
0: pornographers
1: no no that was the other guys oh no but what you oh never mind We're, we're the practical poopers Practical, oh yeah, that
0: practical was guitarist. That was in the previous episode.
1: That was a yeah, that was the um, beginning of the previous episode. Oh my god. We are, we are Which, the practical guitarists. That's right. And we thank you all for tuning in and listening, and listening to, to us. us ramble. Today was just a miscellaneous of miscellany.
0: Yeah, it was a uh, miscellaneous mischievous.
1: Yes. Very mischievous.
0: Okay. I was uh, I was Jim. And I was David Hill. <laughs> Have a great night, people.